Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Strictly Hip Hop. This is episode 16, and we are reviewing Isaiah Rashad, TDE, um, his very own album, which is The Sun's Tirade. And here with me is Lil Jetta once again. Lil Jetta, how you doing? Oh, you know it's your boy back at it again with the facts. With the facts, with the facts. Now, Lil Jetta is one of my most popular, uh, one of my most popular co-hosts to date, especially in the Strictly Hip Hop series, and one of the most beloved. We actually just dropped today as we're recording the Crown Jewel, right? The Crown Jewel. The Crown Jewel of my podcasting career so far. Good Kid, Mad City, my first ever classic album review. For the culture. Yeah, for the culture. Check that one out for sure. Um, so. Let's get into the album here. So first, some background information. Uh, Isaiah Rashad is a Tennessee rapper, like I said, signed to TDE. Made his big break actually touring for Joey Badass. Uh, He signed to TDE in 2014 and released uh, what is his critically acclaimed EP, Sylvia Demo, which debuted at number 40 on the U.S. Billboard at 200, which was surprising. I didn't know it reached that much commercial success. Right. Uh, And that actually got him a spot on XXL's 2014 freshman list. And uh, this is his first project since. And in this, in fact, in this project, he does address that there's been a lot of time uh, between between albums, and that is actually the main concept of this album is him explaining why he's been gone so long, right? With right. The dealing of the depression and the yeah, drug addiction, and all the struggles that he's had over the past couple of years. Yeah, and this one's actually been received pretty well. It debuted at number seventeen on the U.S. Billboard uh, for the for the album credits. It's executive produced by Top Dog as is every TDE project. Uh, no involvement from Soundwave, surprisingly, which is TDE's one of their biggest in-house producers, but it was mixed by, of course, their go-to producer, Mixed by Ali, um, which was which he's done a great job. Uh, I read an article, Chris, the other day, where he, he said he's mixed seven or eight albums this year. Yeah, which is which, substantial. Which is substantial. It's insane. Knowing what sitting there and mixing is actually like, yeah. And then thinking of eight albums worth, I can barely do eight songs. Like, exactly. It's just like, because it is, it's like a long, like, dragged out process. Especially you know with saying? the artist, when the artist is involved, like, because all the TD artists are there when the mixing happens. Like, right. So they're, so they're like, you know, throwing, throwing in their perspectives and, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyways, let's get to the album. So Chris... I'll I'll start with one of my positives, and it's a little one, but it's one that I think was uh, that really tied in the album nicely. Was the skits did tie in the concept together perfectly, and I thought they did so without being too overshadowing. You know what I mean? Like they it starts with the the skit, and then um, the skits are kind of just like very well placed, and they're short and they're simple and they're to the point, and it really does tie in the concept. Right? Yeah, exactly. And I thought it was very cool how he started the album, the intro, like. That he brought that in that that yeah. that skit was funny too and it's funny because i couldn't tell that it was cute you yeah i couldn't either the first listen yeah and then but then he hit it he hit you with the that's your whole thing yeah huh? that's your whole thing huh 
and then uh, then you knew it was Q right away. So I was like, wait, is somebody stealing? Is somebody stealing uh, schoolboy Q slang? Yeah, yeah. slang? And I checked, and uh, it was Q. Um, <clears throat> and it was Dave Free also was involved in that in that skit. Uh, but any, anyways, go ahead, Chris. Give me a give me a positive you have of this album. Well, one thing that really stood out to me about this album was the um, diversity. You know, it starts like it it it, it tails into like <clears throat> to think about when you take the song Rope and compare it to Slick the Shaka. Yeah, like you got Rope, which is super upbeat and super like you know, it's kind of like um, it's like it's not. I, I don't want to say like. Kind of funky. Yeah, it's like funky. It's like kind of like glitchy, like yeah. a little bit, and you're like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. you know. But then like, Slick the Shaka is very, very slow and like intoxicating, and yeah. like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's like it's it, there's a lot of contrast between uh, highs and lows throughout the entire album. Not even just you know musically, but also with the way that he thinks and his you yeah. know views on things. So his views. Yeah, uh, I love Rope. <laughs> I'll get into that. I'll get into that song later, but. Yeah, so to kind of go off your point, I really like that. To me, I put the vibe of the album is just like amazing. Like, this is my favorite album this year from like just like a uh, an album to chill to or drive to perspective. Like, this album is just awesome to just throw on in the whip and just drive around, or like to just sit and chill and just listen mm-hmm. to. Like, because it's, it's a lot of substantial releases. Sometimes, well, not a lot of them, but sometimes substantial releases aren't something that you're gonna want to like always throw on when you're with the homies type of thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like. Not all my friends will sit and, you know, like, in-depth listen to To Pimp a Butterfly like right. I do. But, you know, this is an album that generally, it definitely hits a lot of different uh, a lot of different areas yeah. with people. So, my last positive of the album that I loved a lot was just the fact that he has this real, like, mumbly flow. But it, almost, but it has, like, a lot of emotion to it. And, like, the instrumentals are so soft that it, like, enhances his vocals. And, like, it really is, like, a soulful, like... Yeah, I, project. I definitely agree. It's like, yeah, it, he, it's not like that's not comparing it to like mumble rap, like yeah. what like you know like the 2016 sound, like Oli Audium, whatever the fuck you want to say. But he like, yeah, he he kind of like he he rides the beat. Yeah, like he kind of just like like swings along to it. Mm-hmm. Like especially like the first song that stood out to me was for the squad, which we'll get yeah. out, we'll we'll you know we'll yeah. get into that later, but. Yeah, that one, you know, he's very just, like, he just kind of lets the beat, like, take him where he goes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, one, exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. like, he just he just kind of ride, he just kind of rides the beat, and, like, uh, and some of my favorite tracks on here, he's just kind of riding that beat, and, like, he, it's it's funny, because, like, if you listen to it, like, it might sound, like, almost ignorant, or, like, that mumbly flow type rap, but, like, it really, like, this, it complements the instrumental so well, and Yeah, it, it really, like, it really, like, brings emotion to the songs like the songs are very emotional Mm -hmm. and it shows you a lot of not only just diversity in him but like tde as a label because you got q who's like fucking in your face like energetic and brash yeah yeah, super and then like kendrick is kind of like a happy medium yeah then you get j-rock who's also he's got like you know his like he's very harsh yeah he's harsh he's got like a deep like super like aggressive tone a lot of the time so like yeah this is like a cool cool tde break from that where you get like kind exactly. of kind of like a laid back album basically yeah i like that i like that you said that so do you have any more pauses before we transition into our dislikes of it um <clears throat> not off the top of my head that can't be brought up later okay okay so let's get into let's get into negatives then so to me my negative list is very short so to me 
it was about two to four tracks too long if you're listening to it in its entirety it's just like the emotional like wave that you ride throughout this album like just eventually just kind of wears you down like to me to me it's not like like to pimple butterfly is like very emotional right but like he does a good job of making you stay invested right whereas like after a certain point with isaiah rashad like once it gets to like track 12 or 13 you're kind of like starting to be like all right where where's the end in sight because it's 17 tracks i and i definitely think that he uh i i think he finishes off weaker than he started yes that's what i was gonna say so my my point was like i love the first 12 tracks like all of them together like front to back all 12 tracks are are amazing and then the last five tracks feature my three, my only three dislikes of the album, and my overall, uh, and my overall fourth least favorite. Like they're my overall four least favorite tracks for the last five. Mm-hmm. So like it does end a lot weaker than it started. And to me, it just seems like it seems like this would be a nice like twelve to fourteen track EP mm-hmm. or like album. Yeah. See, the, the only one out of those out of that back half that really uh, that re- really I think should have even on there like it could have done without those songs yeah the only one is the the, uh by george outro which isn't even actually the outro so i mean but yeah like i don't know that one i do i do like that i i I thought that was good but see to me the the two that i the two that i really like off of that off the back end are brenda and uh and find a topic Mm -hmm. those are the ones i i like but i don't mind the george outro the other ones i i don't really care for the dress like dress like rappers yeah that that one dress like rappers i think is probably the most boring song yeah i would agree and it is it kind of has the least uh has the least cohesiveness to the rest of the album like it kind of sounds the most out there i would also say that yeah but um anyways so what what negatives do you have about the album um You know, I don't really, like, this is an album that, I'm not going to say there's no negatives, because there is, you know, it's, he's not like, he's not perfect, but I definitely You can deal with his flaws. Yeah, I can, I can deal with the flaws, like, sometimes his flows are a little bit boring, but a lot of the time he makes up for it with lyricism, or vice versa. Or the instrumental itself. Yeah, or... He's writing it. You know, like, sometimes there'll be an element in each song that isn't exactly my cup of tea but the rest of everything else makes up for it so there's not really like too much of a negative outlook for me on this album honestly there's it's to me this is one of the best projects that dropped this year yeah i agree with you so let's go ahead and bring up some of our just tracks in general they might not be favorites they might be likes or dislikes but just songs in general we want to talk about so go ahead and give a uh give the listeners one song you want to talk about all right i'm gonna start with uh for the squad because I, I mean, most most of the time, that's going to be the first track you hear because yeah. you're, you know, if you're listening to it front to back. And I was like blown away. Like as soon yeah. as I heard that, I was like, "Wow!" Like yeah. this is like because I when you know when this first uh, when it first came about that he was coming out with the album or when they when it just 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 started getting talked about, I was like, you know, I I was I was like I knew who he was. I knew a couple songs and like he was all right, but I wasn't exactly. I I didn't know it was going to end up being this good yeah like having this much stature to it and so like that song to to like start off just like that it, i think that that song specifically stood out to me so much very very catchy yeah very that's the one he definitely rides the beat on he like yeah. he he finds his pocket yeah that's what i was gonna say is that like we talked about it earlier like the mumbly voice like the chorus is very mumbly but mm-hmm. like it works so like it's so catchy like 
Exactly. Hook, it's kind of like these li- hooks you can't just help but like vibe to. Right, and it's kind of like the whole song is kind of like you yeah. know like like lazy. Like you're kind of it's like relaxing. Like yeah. he sounds relaxed as as yeah. he's doing it. It's it that definitely stood out to me. That's one of my favorite tracks. I'm glad that you brought that up. But one I want to bring up is the single that he first released, "Free Lunch." That one is incredible. Mm-hmm. Free Lunch is very, very good. That's I, actually the song after, right? That's, mm-hmm. It goes Four Squad, then Free Lunch, right? Because that's the third track, I believe. I don't have the album list in front of me. Yes, but, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I love I love Free Lunch. It's just like just like the way the way it comes in hype, but then it just has that nice little soulful uh, instrumentation and sampling in the middle, and it just, right, for exactly. the second part, the second half of the hook is just so... Uh, so smooth. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I love that song. Um, yeah, definitely. I, and see, I didn't even hear it as the single. I didn't hear it bef- before. Yeah, neither the album. did I. I wanted to wait. I didn't even know that it dropped yet. Oh, okay. Actually, really, before the album dropped. Yeah. yeah, I I heard about it, but then I I like to I like to do that now. Um, I like to kind of test myself and just be like, okay, let me wait till the album. Now, if Kendrick drops a single, like. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna wait. You can't but, wait on that. But like you know, with some artists, I'm trying to. I'm trying to pace myself because I like to have as much new music mm-hmm. in at one moment as possible. Um, but anyways, uh, go ahead and give me another track you want to talk about. Well, one that and the one thing I really liked about this album was that like, it to me it was like I spent like before I just like overall had the whole thing. I spent like sections of time on like specific songs like Mm -hmm. there was always still more to it i feel like you know what i'm saying like as you're listening to one you know that there's something else like and so one that like at first i didn't i guess i didn't catch on to it which i don't know why i didn't but now it's turned out to be one of my favorites was park that's my number one favorite look i got it on my list here yep that's funny yeah so good i love it that is one of the the hypest songs and like and it's so that that drop is so nice yeah when it comes in it's so sweet. His flow on that is yeah. so. It, that is the one one song where his flow actually is pretty aggressive. Actually, yeah, like I agree. he definitely like. I mean, the, once once he gets to like the bridge chorus yeah. part, he, it's it again re- resorts back or resorts back to like his kind of like lazy like yeah. flowy style. But like when when he like when, once that drop comes in, he's like aggressive. Boom, in yeah, your he face. just picks like, up the energy, and he almost kind of sounds like. Not sounds like, but he has that like whiny voice like Kendrick, like at that at, at that part, mm-hmm. like that, on the chorus, right? Uh, but I I love Park. It's like it's a great banger. Like it's, yeah, it's it's a banger, and like it's funny because it's not a traditional banger. Right? Yeah, like, not at very, all. Like that's that's exactly. It's like it's like what you know. It's kind of like how Kanye like will come out with a song that like doesn't really go with industry standards but damn it's good so everybody yeah. fucks with it like yeah. and it's like the banger of it like that's kind of how i feel like it is like yeah exactly i'm i'm with you on that so now that you brought one of my favorite i'll bring up one of my other favorites aa i love that one. also fucking great that that's one of the <clears throat> i think that song is one of the most sonically pleasing yeah i mean that chorus is just that hook i mean he's killing the hooks mm-hmm. on this. Like, exactly all the hooks on here are incredible and it's just like like I remember listening to it for the first couple of times, and I remember every time just being like, just like waiting for the hook to come back. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm never like that with songs. Like, I'm always about the verses over the hooks. But right, and the thing is, they're not like, it's they're they're pretty complex hooks too. Yeah, which is cool. Like, it's not like a lot of the time, you know, you save all your, uh, all you save most of the content for the verse. Yeah, you know, but he definitely did a j- good job of like putting me using his hooks 
for content too and not just like you know kind of like throwing throwing something in just to wrap it up he actually made it more part of what it yeah. is like i he, the hook game was crazy on this whole thing yeah the hook game was crazy so do you have any more or do you want to um or do you want transition overall thoughts well another one that stood out to me which i was we were just talking about this before it started a lot a lot is like i don't know if it's my favorite off of it but it's kind of like it it was a cool like kind of uh side note almost like Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like to me it's not like completely cohesive with the whole album but like it was like it's cool to see that he's still like that's that that was probably the most like i i don't know what 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 do i want to say like the most uh the song that kind of fit the industry the most like the current sound you know what i'm saying it wasn't as like i guess it wasn't as like uh adventurous but at the same time it kind of shows you that he's not afraid to you know, go into all elements and different places of rap. Yeah. And fit in different pockets, you know what I'm right. saying? and just kind of, like, dabble between pockets and bounce around and, like, still make it fit the overall theme. Right. Which is which is nice. Um, so my last favorite I'll bring up, um, I got I got a few favorites on here uh, that we didn't talk about, but I love, you mentioned it earlier, Rope slash Rose Gold. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. That song is just so smooth and just vibey, like, great. You just love driving to it. Just, I know. See, and I that, that, that was even one of my uh, lesser favorites on the album, but it's still a great fucking song. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, so let's let's go ahead and transition then to overall ratings and thoughts. So uh, I'll go first. I give this an 8.5 out of 10. And my reasons behind it are I love the production and the mixing like itself is just absolutely phenomenal like it, it doesn't yeah it sounds great there's like, not a part of it that sounds unmixed or just like improperly mixed like, which it seems like especially i mean think about not only is ali mixing all these albums how fucking hard it must be to mix certain vocals like yeah. think about like kendrick recording you yeah like yeah right like that shit is fucking you know how hard that would be to mix with all this like like it, it gets it does get very difficult when you have to like you have to know what technical uh, plugins and a- applications go into what certain yeah. things that you need, you know. So like right. it, it get it does get very complicated. and it's hard working with different artists. Like it's like hard enough. Like I have local artists who like work exclusively with each other, and like they're they're still learning how to work with themselves. Right, let alone exactly. like Let alone like a full roster of mm-hmm. of artists. And it's and I know like. For, there's plenty of labels out there that, for mixing, it's, it doesn't even have to do with the label. Every every artist. Like, if you have, like, one person mixing most of your vocals, then a lot of the time you can save a preset. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that way your vocals can come out good. But TDE, all of their songs are so crazy diverse and different that you can't. Like, yeah. you can't, like, expect them to use one style all the time. Like, they're always going to be fucking adventuring into new pockets like into new different areas of you know fucking hip-hop like they're all over the place with it i'm with you and so to bring it back to like my overall rating and the reasons being was um was just that i do love the mixing like i said uh but the only the only real negative that i had is like we talked about it's just kind of it's just kind of too long but even when i was saying it's too long it's like it's hard for me to pick what songs gotta go like yeah, you know what I mean. Like right. they're not—they're not bad songs, but they're—it's just, just too long. It's like, just it's a little just, too long. It, it's just and even t- overall, it, it just—it seems a lot longer. Like I would have, if you told me 
if you told me to guess how long this album is after listening to it front to back, I'd say like an hour fifteen, hour twenty. Mm-hmm. It's only it's only three minutes over an hour. It's sixty three minutes. Oh wow! So it's not like the content itself is long. It just felt. It just felt very long. Right. Well, I mean, that's kind of a psychological thing. Yeah. Because it is, a, it is you, very soft and smooth. And Yeah. And as you're, I mean, you, you know, even you can have 20 uh, two-minute songs or you could have 10 four-minute songs. You yeah. know what I mean? And it'll kind of like the 22-minute songs will sound like it's longer because yeah. you're switching the sound that yeah. many times you know what i'm and, saying and you're like closing off this one and now you're on this song and it sounds different and this is 17 tracks so that's like a lot for an album yeah exactly yeah, yeah so i i get you and so overall like again it's not a huge problem with me it's just something that you know it's just like i enjoy albums that i could listen to front to back and this one to me is one i can't i still can listen to front to back but it it just quite that second that second uh part of it the last five tracks or so just don't really keep my attention enough mm-hmm. not as much as i'd like yeah and i will admit i mean like i'll skip over i'll skip over a couple songs yeah i'm not gonna say that yeah because like i mean that that's almost with any album ever yeah like you can't like there's, there's very few albums that yeah you that, that you don't skip a song like it's just like i mean but granted then also a lot of the time i'll just throw it on and let it do its thing yeah you know exactly. so like it, it's kind of like you, you have the option there it's not really it's really all your personal taste and how you feel that day. If you want to listen to the, the certain songs or not, like you got your obvious substantial like bangers and the ones that you're Stand gonna like out, the yeah, most. The but standouts, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, even like the one, the lesser great ones of the album are still completely tolerable. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm with that. So, I mean, overall, that's that's just kind of my thoughts. Like, again, it's. It's in my top ten for sure. Maybe it cracks my top five. I don't, I'm struggling with that. Don't worry. I'm going to have it right by the end of the year. Uh, Chris is going to be back on that podcast. And Kalo, we're going to be doing the 2016 year-end podcast. And I, This definitely belongs in the discussion. This is absolutely in the discussion for me for top five of the year. Yeah. Without a doubt. I, to me, I, my personal favorites, it definitely it's reached the top five point. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. So go ahead and why don't you give me your uh, your overall rating out of 10 and your thoughts behind it now i was originally thinking a nine but that's pretty high because now that we've made these points yeah it is it is kind of true you know it's not all perfect yeah so i'm honestly gonna agree with you like an 8.5 is definitely fair because it's definitely substantial that you almost couldn't ask for a better debut album yeah you know what i'm saying like this you're getting you're getting all his different flavors you're getting um the amount like you're getting the content you're getting the actual stories from it you're getting like you know because like a big thing with debut albums is like you know you because as you're going along and making albums you're experiencing new things and everything's being brought into it but your debut album you have to take 19 20 25 years of experience and condense it into 12 to 15 songs you know what i'm saying so like that's like a big stepping stone for an artist obviously like the debut album is like the biggest yeah thing of your career and yeah. and to me like one of the things we talked about at the beginning of the podcast is like the whole theme of this album and concept is not even just his whole life it's just it's just those years of right that that year between Sylvia demo and mm-hmm. and uh and this album the sun's tirade like just everything that changed because he he admits in this album, and he's admitted in interviews and everything now that no nobody knew about this, but he was actually 
dealing with depression, dealing with drug addiction to like Xanax and everything. Yeah, I knew that too. And on top of that, he actually got kicked off of TDE, but not officially like released from TDE. Like he got kicked off, and they said they kind of like sent him home to like clear his mind. Like he was almost off the roster for a minute. Mm-hmm. So like it got yeah, very I, bad. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, Top wasn't happy with him because I mean, being TDE, there's if you, you got to be able to bring the content. You yeah, know you got to show up. You definitely got to show up because yeah. that's not a fuck around label. They're not, gonna keep. They're gonna keep going with or without you. So you better fucking yeah. hop on the train while it's here. Yeah, not not at all. So, you know, I almost made it to nine. I'm with you. Uh, once again, we. I think we've agreed on almost every rating we've ever done on, on any of the podcasts. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, you know, this is for sure one of the best albums of the year. Is the <laughs> fact that there's a Kendrick song and it's not even. I, I can say without a doubt, it's not top five. No, I would say the same thing. Honestly, <laughs> I think that I think Kendrick's presence on uh, Birds was better. Yeah, like I mean, not that I mean, anything, not that we, we have Ken- to start that debate. But. Yeah, but and anything Kendrick does yeah. is fucking great. No matter. And like what, he, this song is still good, but the fact that like it's crazy that like a song with a song with Kendrick is not one of the five best songs on here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so that that's crazy to me. But you said you said eight point five. I said eight point five. So we agree on that. So why don't you go ahead and give me three to five of your favorite tracks? You don't have to do order. I did order. Mm-hmm. Um, go, you go ahead first. All right, because we basically talked about all of them in the uh, in the earlier part of the favorite track. So to me, my uh, my fi- my top five in this order, going from five to one, is "Free Lunch," "Stuck in the Mud" with SZA. That song is incredible. Uh, "Rope" slash "Rose Gold," "AA," and "Park." "Park" is my number one favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So for me, now you may find this to some surprise, but my actual. I think my potential favorite, I guess I can't be 100% sure because that's a hard thing to pick for it this is. album. It's, it's hard to pick songs. It's like it's like almost in basketball, right? Or like any sport, like picking the better player. Like there's, right? it's exa- all subjective. Exactly. It, absolutely. You so, know what I'm saying? So so go ahead. All right. I didn't mean so, to cut you off. I just wanted to clarify that. You're good. Yeah, totally. And so this is one that we didn't really talk about is B-Day. I think yes, that song, that almost made my list. That is, I that song stood out to me actually more than any song when I first heard it. Like I was like, "This yeah. is that shit." Yeah, you want to talk about some like real like mumble like that's yeah, but like and I love that though. Yeah. Like I love I love the way he. His I can't flow, imagine anything else on it. His flow on that, like he just said, and the the thing is that the the song is about um how he felt the day of his twenty fifth birthday. Yeah, and so you you kind of feel like you're like fucked up. Like yeah, it's my birthday. Like. Yeah, fuck you, I'm high. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, right. Like, how my face is my birthday. Like, and it's it's just so smooth. I love it. Yeah, dude. He just like he definitely. That's another one he rides. Yeah, it's he, great. He does a great job of just overall putting everything in, uh, putting like the concepts in. Like, all of these songs sound so just surface level, but they really have so much to them. Right? Exactly, like, they have so much depth to them. Uh, but anyways. So you gave it eight point five. I gave it eight point five. We gave our um. We you gave your number one favorite track. Do you have any more you want to give, or do you want to just? Oh yeah, actually no. I see. I just started going on about okay, that. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna give it an order, but I will say B Day is my favorite. Yeah. So B Day, Park, Forda Squad, a lot in AA. All right. Thanks for coming out once again. One of my uh one of my most frequent guests, Chris. Where can they find you at if they don't already know? <clears throat> soundcloud.com slash Adams Christopher you can find me on Twitter at Chris Adams all lowercase V for the second A in Adams you know what I'm saying it's your boy 
rap game Bart Simpson. A little Jetta out here. A little Jetta out here. My my name is Chris Platty, and you can find me on Twitter at crispy1132. That's C H R I S P Y 1132, like Chris and then P Y. And again, 1132. Isaiah Thomas and Rip Hamilton, big Piston fans out here. Uh, and you can also find me on Snapchat too. And on Snapchat, you'll see it. You'll see sneak previews. I posted a little sneak preview while we were doing the podcast today. So. You know, that's a great way to stay connected and stay in touch with everything coming up, both hip-hop and NBA. Thank you guys for tuning in. Please uh, share, subscribe, uh, like, all that. You can catch all my content to every episode ever posted on my Twitter. Once again, that's Crispy1132, C-H-R-I-S-P-Y-1132. And this is Isaiah Rashad, Sun's Tirade, Album Review. Chris and Chris, we are out. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.